Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. The Magicians, a time to live, a time to die. In his office in the afterlife, Mortimer, the king of the Grim Reapers, sat in his human form. Reading and signing papers, we were listening to the scientist from Coldplay's album Rush of Blood to the Head. His idea of chilling out at work, but he was interrupted by his son, the necromancer. How is the Lord of the Dead? asked the son. I am not the Lord of anything, Lance, grumbled Mortimer. Why do you have to have that noise on? said Lance. No one like Mortimer was not a fan of the music. Philistine, go away, I'm busy. It's Mortimer, turning off the music, playing on his phone. Lance looked peaked. Take off that mask and tell me how you really feel said Mortimer. What do you want? Lance tore off the mask he was wearing as the disguise. He wasn't happy. What is it with you and paperwork? Last Lance. I hate it, snapped Blake. You psychopath. Not a psychopath. I hate killing. You are if you think I like it. Said Lance. Who was the assassin of fate? But the police called him a serial killer. You do a good job acting like one. Wayne Mortimer. And you act like a pen pusher, said Lance. It's not me, it's Dante. It's a slave driver. Wayne Mortimer. In walked Dante, Mortimer's assistant. Mortimer, go back to work. The work is important. Go away, necromancer. Haven't you got somebody to kill? Ordered Dante. Lance looked at Mortimer. He looked in pitifully. Lance stormed off. These were the last words the father and son spoke in his life. The son was soon after murdered by another assassin out of vengeance. For a gangland godfather, Lance had killed for fate. Lance did not die alone. His killer was found dead with him in the early hours of the morning by a jogger on an early morning run. Sarge, we found the necromancer. Said a policeman to the man in charge of the local police station when he was first found. Where is he? asked the sergeant. I took him to the morgue. Said the policeman. The morgue? said the puzzled sergeant. He's dead, said the policeman. Oh, he killed him? asked the sergeant. John Steele, he was a hitman. 
I think it was a gang raid hit. Because the necromancer killed his boss. Said the policeman. How do we know the killer? Said the sergeant. We found him dead near the necromancer, said the policeman. Do we know who the necromancer was? Asked the sergeant. As it was strange. I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen his face myself, said the policeman. Well, who was he? asked the sergeant. Lance Alexander Senior, the magician called the Enchanter, said the policeman. Sarge, why are you crying? Lance was my great-grandnephew, said Sergeant Reynard Alexander. The sergeant disappeared into thin air and appeared in the morgue. Where he found the coroner, crying over the body of a dead man. I slept. I thought you'd be upset, said Reynard. Still crying? How did you know? Asked Blake, the coroner. He sent him to you, I hear, Mortimer. Said Reynard, hugging his grandnephew, who shuddered. Do you know who I am? said Mortimer, the king of the Grim Reapers. The necromancer was your son, as was Lance, said the crying Reynard. What are you going to do with me? asked Blake. You're a dead man. So you can't be the leader of our people. Said Reynard. Yes, said Blake. You need friends, not enemies now. Said Reynard. Thank you, Uncle Ray. Said Blake. Blake, can I have a word with you? Said Dante walking into the room. What do you want to say to me? You can say in front of my Uncle Ray. Said Blake. The angel of death is free. He killed the killer. Of the necromancer, said Dante, looking oddly at Ray Knight. Angel of Death? What is that? Sounds bad, said Ray Knight. I was afraid that might happen. Where is he? asked Blake. He's here. He followed Lance's body. Here, said Dante. What? asked Blake, worried. Who is he? asked Ray Knight. The dead reaper's soul, said Dante. You don't have souls, said Reynard. Only one will ever have one, said Blake. He's the darkest of the reapers, a loner who knows nothing but death, said Dante. He was a horrifying killer in life, but in death is worse. He has no mercy or conscience to stop him. He is said to be the god of death, the ruler of death and the dead. He is higher in rank than even Mortimer. Does he love the soul? asked Reynard. Yes, said the grieving father, unsure what to do. Does he want? asked Reynard. Lands, I suppose, said Blake. What for? asked Reynard. I don't know. 
just like Can it be stopped? asked Reynard. No, Blake said. We should take his body somewhere else. You wouldn't want anything good to happen to Lance, said Reynard. We can't escape him. Wherever we go, he can go. Blake frustrated. Can't travel in time, I think. End of the portal, worst. Coming out of the swirling portal, so just appeared near them. Blake picked up his son and walked into the wormhole. In time. Dante and Reynard followed him. The moment they were gone, the angel of death arrived. He saw the portal disappear. The brother kissed the angel bitterly. He's trying to break in here, said Tempest. The voice of the portal's owner. Let him mention away. Why does he want Lance? asked Blake. Who knows, said Tempest. I thought you'd know. Said Blake. I don't, said Tempest. All I know is Lance was meant to die before the angel awoke. Well, so the angel was meant to die with Lance, said Blake. Yes, said Tempest. I'd rather live with Lance than without him. So I won't take you to kill him, but to save him. He may be a pain in the neck. Blake said, crying. But he's my pain in the neck. I love him and miss him. Will the angel get in here? Asked Reynard, remembering the bigger problem. Yes. It's all a matter of time. He has my powers, just like Lance's son. He got his visions from the angel. Said Tempest, the timekeeper. The master of time. Lance's son saw only visions of doom. Where should we go? Asked Blake. The only way to stop the angel is to reunite his soul with his body. Tempest said. How do we do that? Asked Blake. Go to the past and save his life. Tempest said. Okay. Said Blake. Take that door. I'm fighting back the angel from coming here. I can't join you, said Tempest, pointing. A portal among a billion in the halls of time. They took it and took Lance. They appeared on the street where Lance would die moments later. I have you, necromancer, said Lance's killer. Lance stood disarmed with the killer's gun to his head. Don't kill me, please, I beg you. It's what the angel of death wants, said Lance. Please, let him go, still, shouted Reynard. Pulling a gun on the killer, 
the killer panicked. Here's the necromancer, said the killer, thinking he deserved to kill me. I don't care, he could be Jack the Ripper for all I care. He doesn't deserve to be murdered. Him dead is worse than him alive, Reynard shouted. He murdered my boss, said the killer. Lance was looking terrified. Not sure who was worse, the police or death. Killer then noticed. Blake was holding a dead man. You bring your own bodies, do you, copper? Said the killer. Lance recognised himself. He realised where they came from. Please don't kill me, pleaded Lance. The killer cocked the gun and was about to shoot Lance. Then the killer paused to take a breath. You are dead, said the angel in a voice colder than dry ice. He then ripped the head off the killer. The angel knocked Lance violently out of the way of the gun, to the surprise and horror of Lance and the others. Lance crawled over to the time travellers. They looked at the angel nervously. The angel looked at them, his lips curled into a smile. The others looked worried. Angel burst into laughter. Honestly, you should see yourselves. The angel said, You look like you were looking at the Antichrist seriously. You are, said Blake. I'm not that bad, Dad, said the angel, melting into Francis Fall. That won't fool us. You can't have my son. Either one of them, Blake said defensively. You tore the man's head off. I was defending myself, said the angel. I knew you'd come here. Why did you want to come here? Asked Dante. Look, said the angel, pointing at the dead lance. He's no longer injured. He groaned. He's alive, said Blake joyously. Blake looked at the angel. who was melting away into non-existence. As the past had changed. Is he gone? Asked Lance from the past. No, I feel him inside me, said the lance in Blake's arms. Wonder if Tempest is alright, said Blake. Can you put me down, Dad? Lance felt uncomfortable being carried around. Not until we get home, said Blake. He didn't want to lose him again. A wormhole appeared. Out of thin air. Temp's alright, said Lance. He was thinking Blake was getting too clingy for him. The time travellers entered the portal and were gone. Lance thought Blake was acting strange even for him. He must have wanted to keep Lance close to him so he could do some paperwork when they got back home. Lance realised if he died, that monster would be born of him. And he'd have to be more careful with his life from now on.
Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.